Welcome to the finale episode of, what's this thing called? Oh yeah, Sadie and Shane present the True Detective, no, Super Happy True Detective Fun Time Hour, brought to you by Baltic Effect. Yeah, you got it all out. I'm Sadie, that's Shane. Yes, it is. Before we started doing this, we were talking about the stuff that we had and had not taken notes on. So, um, um, I've watched... The show all the way through, taking notes on 1 through 24 and 41 to the end. Shane is taking notes on what? I uh, have watched the show all the way through once and most of the way through a second time and I only took notes the second time. So uh, my notes stop about uh, three quarters of the way through the episode. Okay. Right. We got this covered between the two of us. Listeners, we are not trying to like skimp out on you. I promise. We, We're going to do this. We totes have this covered. And um, at one point, I actually wrote totes in my notes um, that someone was totes dead. Totes, to- totes dead. So we'll get to that point where someone was totes dead. Oh, it was it was um, Pitler. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. Pitler's I've got to- a list later on that I wrote down everybody that dies this episode. That is awesome because we just like discussed this last week, right? That like two people died <laughs> in like the first yeah. seven episodes, and then people just started dropping like fucking flies. Yep. So, I think we yeah. had two last week, and then I think I counted eight this week. Awesome. Awesome sauce. So, my notes, actually, I, it was weird because I watched part one, took notes, and then rewatched. So, starting my part one, um, has Jordan ever been in the credits before? I have not paid attention to what actors are in the credits and what actors are not. I think that Jordan, her face, was in the credits for the first time this this time. So that. Skipping ahead, I loved Jordan this episode. We'll get to that. No, let's not, no. You know what? This is the finale. We can do whatever we want. So well, okay. I just want to make sure that we're not, you know, forgetting anything. But that scene with him trying to convince her to leave with him, she is incredibly loyal to him. I mean, it took about seven times to convince her to go without him. It was lovely. It was lovely, and also in that scene, I figured out what I think is weird about her. Okay. And, and the thing is, is that one of her shoulders is way higher than the other. Okay. Just the way that she stands, she stands with, I'm doing it right now, because you could see it, <laughs> and so can the listeners. But yeah, she stands with like one shoulder way higher than the other, and it just, that I think that's the thing that bugs me about her. But I loved that scene. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. It was great. I, uh, he was, he was, you know what he was doing? He was Saying goodbye. Saying goodbye. He, no, he was doing that thing from the movies where you uh, – the kid has the pet animal that needs to go back to the wild and he's like, go on. Go back to the forest. I don't care about you anyway. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. He's trying to tell her, well, screw you. We're, we're not married anymore. I'm going to throw my ring out there and this was all – you know, if you can't have a kid, I don't want you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you think a fucking ring matters? And she throws her ring out there. Right. She is going to stick with it. She's like, I went into this with my eyes open. I knew yeah. what was going to happen. I knew what could happen. I am doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought – Basically, I to drag her out to the car. I thought it was interesting too that, that they said um, six years because I kind of assumed they'd been together longer than that. Six, six years kind of isn't that long. That entered his life as he was doing his exiting of the gangster life and entering the legitimate life. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Like she was like kind of a wannabe uh, Diane Keaton. But, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. You've seen Godfather. Please, God, tell me. I have a list of movies that I'm going to watch one day. And Godfather is definitely on that list. <sighs> okay. Deep breath. Deep breath. Okay. Um, yeah, so moving on. <laughs> moving on. How about we go back to the beginning of the episode? Let's. These things written down. Yes. And I actually – so instead of doing um, my usual breaking everything down by character, I actually did do order of episode this time. Good. So um, this time there's – I think I that's think how it worked. I think way to divide them out because everybody's so intertwined. I think so too. And, and also it just worked out – it worked out well for note-taking. So Annie and Ray um, – whoa. Yep. That's what I wrote. I've written down Annie and Velcro. Velcro, of course, and um, but uh, what did I write down that thing he did with his oh the thing he did with his hand, he did something while he was talking when he was telling her the story, he did this thing where he just kind of like poked his hand forward where he was talking about killing that guy, it was kind of an amazing move. I don't know whether you I don't know whether you understand it or the listeners do, but that was the thing that struck me about that scene. So, yeah. What struck me about that scene was I drew a comparison between – all right. So they're lying there in bed basically confessing to each other. Yeah. They're lying there. She tells him the story about getting kidnapped. He tells her the story about killing the what turned out to be the wrong guy. And I flashed back to that scene several episodes ago where uh, Frank and Jordan are lying in bed. And Frank talks about when he was a kid and his dad would lock him in the basement. Uh-huh. So – Three of our four leads have had scenes where they're lying in bed confessing something, basically. Oh, that's they nice. They never did that with Paul. I don't know why. Okay. So, seriously, I am all about jumping around tonight. I'm all about saying shit when I feel it. Um, okay. I think... I just don't want to forget anything. Yeah, no, and I will. I'll, like, I'll go through my notes and cross shit out. But I think, honestly, Paul was completely unnecessary in this whole mm. thing. I don't think we needed Paul at all. Don't you think the show could have gone well with Ray and Ray and Annie and Frank? Well, we have been saying that one of the major problems this season was that I think that they stretched it out too much by having four protagonists instead yeah. of two. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Paul's the one I would have gotten rid of. Um, Who would you have gotten rid of then? I would have gotten rid of Frank. And I think that you could lose Frank and give Paul a better story. Okay, I don't think you could lose Frank, but I think you could lose. Okay, so here's a thing that well, you I heard. Could make Frank a minor, a more minor character. Here's a thing I heard on a podcast today was that like this, this could have been a four-hour miniseries, and I think that's totally awesome, and that's exactly yes. how it should have been. And so yes. losing Paul completely and losing most of Frank, like all the stuff where Frank goes to every single person and says the exact same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. W- and so I think honestly, like if you if they had done it like the last season and done Annie and Velcro as the mains and like a mm-hmm. little bit of Frank, you know, like throw some Frank in was cool. Mm-hmm. I love I really did like Frank. I loved him. I thought he did an awesome job in this episode especially. But mm-hmm. I think that just Paul was unnecessary. Like why did I think if this show had been made ten years ago, mm-hmm. then Paul's story would have been a better story. Okay, that's interesting. What we kept coming back to when we were talking about his story is the unnecessariness of it, about how, especially living in Southern California in 2015, it just does not make sense that he's that worried about being exposed as gay. And I kept thinking something else would happen, that there would be some other thing that he was hiding, and that 
that turned out to be it, you know. And I feel the res did a lot more. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a more of a unique thing to put on TV. And now I feel like, eh, this story, not so, uh, not so new. Exactly. And so it's weird because I've been reading a lot about American Horror Story coming up, the new season coming up. And, um, oh, it's going to be so good. Did you see the casting today, who they said, they said somebody was going to be? Yes. You saw that I posted oh, it. and you posted it. That's and, where I read it. Yeah, from. and you liked it. And poor Trent. Poor Trent. Because uh, he only gets it for two episodes or because well, she's a killer? No, because she's his girlfriend. And he, he... Yeah, what I'm saying is poor Trent because he only gets to see her for two episodes or poor Trent because she's a murderer. Because she's Eileen Warnos specifically. Oh, wait, the, isn't Eileen Warnos a lesbian? She, you've seen – you saw Monster. Did you not see Monster? No, I haven't seen oh, Monster. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this. But yeah, so fucking Charlize Theron played Eileen Warnos in oh, Monster. And they, made, they made great jokes out of that on her. But she – I mean she was – My point is – What's your I point? I feel like Trent's getting screwed three times now because he's getting screwed because he only gets to see his girlfriend for two episodes. Yes. And she's a killer and she's a lesbian, so she's not going to be into it. Well, no. And Eileen Warnos is extremely ugly. I think that's the yes. problem. I think that's the oh, problem. I didn't even think about that, but yes, she is. Yeah, she's like that. That that they made um, Charlize Theron scary, horrible to look at. Was, Did you watch um, Arrested Development? Yeah. Oh, okay. she that she was, was so fucking that was cute. The joke in that. That they did on there when Charlize Theron was on like five episodes of that show. She was so cute they on showed, that. They showed her in her makeup from the movie Monster and said that's what she used to look like before she got plastic surgery. Boom! I did not even <laughs> fucking notice that. I don't think. Oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. Because well, the whole you know, uh, sorry, but spoiler alert, listeners. But the whole joke was that she was mentally retarded, and Michael didn't notice it. And the narrator says something like, "He might have noticed if he had seen her before picture." Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> it was Eileen Wernos. That's well, so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. and and she was amazing in that. But so wait, I'm sorry. Sidebar, listeners, this is what you like about Baltic Effect is we do this shit, and I'm doing oh, this absolutely. shit tonight. So um, I'm assuming you have not seen um, the conversation. No. Okay. All right. I'm not even going to go there. Not even going to do it. Not even going to do it. Okay. Moving on to the show. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do the show. So where were we? We were. Um, uh, last, I mean, chronologically, the last thing we did was them in bed confessing. Um, so, oh, oh, yeah. Annie says, uh, sorry, but Annie says about Ray, you seem like you were making up for lost time. Exactly. <laughs> that was funny. Exactly. Yeah. She said, he said something about years and she said, I could tell. And making mm-hmm. up for lost time. Yes. So then, boom, next scene, um, Frank and Jordan. Um, and that's when I noticed her shoulders, that one of them was way higher than the other. And that wigged me out. But moving on. Um, and then she's – what? Go ahead. What? I was going to say let's talk about their plan to meet up and how they arrange they, – they arrange, okay, you're going to wear a white dress. I'm going to wear a white suit with a red rose in the jacket. And they have this whole fantasy of how it's going to go. But – how much of that is symbolism? Like when he talks about wearing – when he says he's going to have a red rose in his jacket, you know, is that like a a, a prediction of like a blood stain there on his chest? Or am I just reading too much into it? No. I love that. I love that. Okay. That's awesome. And Good. because I really felt like they were saying goodbye to each other. And the last thing I noticed, the last thing that she says to him in real life is peace. She gives him the peace sign. But, but she says two weeks, actually. 
Was that the last thing she said? Yeah, when she held up the window, she held up the two fingers and she said two weeks. That's actually what I she you said. said. Peace. I read she, that as a peace sign. <laughs> she said two weeks, and he. I thought it was pretty flippant of her. I thought she was just, eh, peace. Nope. She said two weeks, and he said or earlier. That's yeah. They kept yeah. saying that. They did. Um, I. Okay, so can we pause for a moment and just of talk course. about um, how did you feel about the whole end? Let's let's do this. How did you feel about the whole end? I don't know. Um, I wanted – I don't know. I wanted more of a happy ending for somebody. For who? Anybody. Really? Because – okay. Um, I, I kind of liked everything at the end um, except for I just honestly do not give a shit about Paul. I just – I yeah. really feel like that whole well, thing – done with Paul since last week. Yeah. If we yoinked the whole Paul thing out, don't give a shit. And like the podcast I listened to mentioned the thing about um, his girlfriend crying again and like having some kind of like like um, um, supernatural understanding of him being dead thing. No. No. We understood that. She was watching a movie. She was watching a movie and she was crying about the movie. And I need to actually, I have and they that. They did juxtapose it. Because I have his email and I'm going to actually, I, I'm actually going to write him and be like, no, dude, it was the movie. She was just watching a movie that was sad and she had a baby. That's all. That was not I a mean, Paul. All no. that was was a storytelling thing where Nick Pizzoletto wanted us to see that and for us to feel it, but it didn't mm-hmm. mean she was having a supernatural experience. I no. really don't think that, that happened at all. Okay. Speaking of supernatural experiences. Uh, no, don't think that either. No? Okay. With, with Annie at the end? Um, no, I was going to say with uh, Jordan at the end. What did Jordan do? Showed up. Well, so, but that's not like some kind of supernatural experience. What, no, what are you, what are you talking about? hallucinating, but I was making sure that you didn't Oh, that. I want to talk about that as a completely different thing. So, no. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I loved that. And let's just jump into that. Listeners, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Just listen to us. For those of you following along at home, we're going to turn to page seven in our notes now. We're just going to talk about this show. And I, I honestly, when I wrote all my notes for the show and planned to talk to you, this is what I planned. I planned to talk about what came up when it comes up. Okay. Because that's the shit. I fucking loved the desert shit. That was amazing. You didn't feel it was a little too cliched? I did not. I fucking okay. loved it. I loved it. No, I ev- loved it too. I just wanted to make sure because that was something I thought it could have been pretty cliched. It could have been, but I loved it. it okay. you know, and if some people think it was, that's okay. You guys can think mm-hmm. that. I loved yeah. it. I, the, when his dad showed up and I'm like – I was not like prepared for that at all. And his dad started like harassing him and oh. telling him a terrible shit about himself. I'm like, oh my god, that's so fucking sad. And then I was just like, kind of ignored shit for a while. And then there was the guys who called him. Um, what's that white basketball player? Uh, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Yeah, that's such, that's such a weird insult. But <laughs> but okay. Well, he's probably remembering being insulted when he was a kid when Larry yeah. Bird was an actual thing. Yeah, but like uh, okay, that's interesting and yeah, and then the other and thing And his dad called him gangly, so he must have gotten shit for his height. Yeah, exactly. And then there was the other thing after that and then when Jordan showed up and I knew, I wrote it down in my notes like he is dead now. And mm-hmm. then they did a the thing where it's like look back, you're totally dead now. 
and I loved it. I remember now the other thing that I was going to ask you about supernaturalness. Oh, yeah. How come when Ray got shot at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. and he had that, you know, Conway Tweedy dream mm-hmm. and he's talking to his dad, uh-huh. how come his dad actually predicted what would happen to him? Hmm, I don't he talks know. About you're running through the trees, and there's men with guns, and then you come out from behind the trees, and then they shoot you. I mean, his dad's not even dead. It's not like he's getting a message from the beyond. I don't know. I don't know, but I kind of love that. I mean, do do you not ever have, like, things that are just, that you don't understand, that you know? Well, of course, but... Yeah. This is TV storytelling, and I expect it to be done a certain way, I guess, and that might be my fault, but... I feel like, I don't know, why did he have that vision of his dad telling him how he would die and it come true? I don't know. I don't know, also, but um, but it seems very um, first season-y, you know? Like, that kind of stuff? Well, first season had a lot of hints at supernatural stuff, but in the end, it was all explainable. Yeah. That's what threw me on this. I was expecting it to not have anything inexplicable in it. I don't know. Yeah, okay, so my way of explaining this stuff is that um, I am totally cool with mm-hmm. with shit like that happening. Okay. I am totally cool with Fred Ward, who I love, just beyond all reason, with Fred <laughs> Ward understanding how his son is going to die. Because sometimes shit like that happens, and sometimes... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have I have a weird thing with all TV shows, and I'm willing to like let shit go for that. I well, I really I am. Been disbelief I, on on a lot of things, but all right. If it, if I'm watching American Horror Story and there's a ghost, okay, great, there's a ghost. Mm-hmm. But if I'm watching True Detective and there's a ghost, I need to know why. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're Nate. Nate <laughs> wants to know that shit too. Okay. But yeah, but um, with this show, I don't feel like this is actually a, a ghost thing, and um, I feel like I I really feel like everyone who had any kind of feeling about shit on this show was legitimate. I really do. I really do. Okay. That okay. that's mine. That's my thing. So, yeah. So, where are we in our notes? If we want to go back to chronological, I did have one more thing written down when they're at the station and. Uh, Frank is saying goodbye. Uh, there's a little scene where Frank is talking to Nails, and they recount how Frank actually saved Nails' life. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. That like, was really cool. Somebody attacked him with a fucking nail gun, and then Frank found him, tossed him over his shoulder, and took him to get help. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote something about that down, too, but um, whatever. He said he's never going to forget that. That is pretty cool. Exactly. And that's why Frank is a good guy, even though he's a quote-unquote bad guy. Frank is a good guy. Frank is a good guy. And he Ray really... says that to Annie later on in the episode. Yeah. Oh, there was something else. Let me see. I, I probably circled it. Something in my notes where there was something that was weird where I thought that it was important. Let's see. Um, uh, here it is. Um, oh, deserve a better world. Because the whole yeah. like theme of the thing was that um, you get the world you deserve. Mm-hmm. Annie said we deserve a better world. And it's true. Yeah. Like you can like you can oh. make a better world for yourself. You can, but sometimes, you know, things get stifled. Uh the people on this show do deserve a better world. Mm-hmm. But I think they were screwed from the moment they started working on this case. 
Yeah, I know. It's it. Yeah, this. And it was planned for them to be screwed. This is so weird. Like, I really hated this show. Not hated, but I did not. <laughs> I didn't like this show. Not under for, the dome. For the first like four or five episodes, it just wasn't doing it for me. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, when they start doing the like awesome, like stupid, stupid exposition, which I kind of don't like. I don't like you to throw exposition at me. This I wanna... episode was something like seventy percent exposition. Exactly. I know. I don't like that. I don't like it. But. But thank you for finally explaining it to me. It's just like, I don't know. It's like you're reading a book and then you're like, oh, yay, finally you explained it to me. But really, right. this is not the way to do TV. I love a good murder mystery, right? Mm-hmm. I did my high school project on Agatha Christie. I love a good murder mystery. And there's always a scene at the end of the book where Poirot or whoever gathers everybody together and sits them all down in the parlor and says, this is what happened. Yeah. That's what this episode was. Half of this episode, at least, was them doing the part yeah. of doing the – okay, like when they go to um, Lynn's house, Leonard's house, and they find – what's her name? And they sit down with her and, okay, how Lo- did you meet? Laura, you sla- to Casper? Laura slash Erica. Yeah. So that was the parlor scene in my mind. That was, mm. okay, I'm the detective. This is how this actually happened. Except the detective isn't explaining it. Somebody else is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also want to point out, uh, point the first, I was correct way back about the set photographer being Birdman, and I'm psyched about that. That is awesome. You, and you, I, was I, that I, actually I, like was that actually written down in, in predictions? That is on our official predictions, which we can go over those at the end of the episode because I did uh, – I got our scores figured Because I did but, well um, also, but yeah. Uh, I also want to point out that that kid that grew up to be the set photographer, that grew up to be the bird man, name is Lynn. Uh-huh. That is my middle name. Oh, nice. Just, just Lynn? Well, it's a family name. My granddad was named Leonard, and my dad was Danny Lynn, and I'm Shane Lynn. So just L-E-N. Mm-hmm. Nice. So if I ever have a psychotic break and decide to have children, I would name my, my son's middle name Lynn. Nice. Hmm? My, my son's middle name is my last name, Brole. So I've, I've heard that that's a common thing. Yeah. That's uh, one of the many explanations given for Clark Kent's name was that uh, his mother's maiden name was Clark. Oh, nice. And they do that on my soap opera all the time. Um, like Nikki Reed, her her kid's name is Reed. And yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't, let's see. We got, I don't uh, watch the soap anymore. Frank so. going over to Chisani's house. Yeah, and then Chisani is, hey, whoa, dead. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, it must be a suicide, right? Well, he was... I mean, there's pills and booze, and he's lying face down in the pool. Well, yeah, of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. To- totally, totally cool. Wait, unless it was a fake suicide hey. and his wife killed him. Hey, no questions. No questions here. <laughs> I don't think his but wife killed him. His wife no, didn't but kill him. What, but yeah. that's what Frank says. Frank says, you're going to be fingered for this, you know. Well, So how did Ray get fingered for um, for Paul's death? What the fuck? We went over this last week. The conspiracy okay. exists in the police department. And the police so department fun. can do whatever the fuck they want. So the chief of police is involved in this. So he can say, oh, yeah, he was the guy that did it. And, you know, throw all that out there. Grr. Okay, yeah, well, so it happens when you fight the man. Yes. Okay, so what I want to do is go through my um, 
notes of just sort of randomness. And let's see what happens okay. here. Um, so Jordan um, – has Jordan been in the credits before? We discussed that. Um, a and Ranny uh, – A and Ranny? Annie and Ray, whoa. Um, I'm Rand? Yeah. The thing he did with his hand, I did that. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. Um I, I might have talked about everything in here. Oh, Burris. Burris calling Ray. That was fucked up. And like, so, dude, why don't you just turn yourself in? Um, Because, no, that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love his response to where, uh, yeah, I'll be at the police department this afternoon. Yeah, that was awesome. And she's like, what was that? Well, no, don't even worry about that. <laughs> so, okay, pause job. What do you think about the whole Annie and Ray getting together thing? I... I uh, it's very convenient, especially the fact that they fucked one time and she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. But hey, I, I felt like that was just way ha- too convenient. Have you never? Said, have you I never watched? Have you never watched a teenage like um like pregnancy video thing? Like never have pre- sex because you will get pregnant. Did you touch, uh, last week tonight. Sometimes yes. Okay, this last episode of last week tonight. You need to go back and watch it. Okay. The, the main topic was sex ed in this country and how it's handled. <laughs> which, spoiler alert, it's handled terribly. It is. But it's true. They talk about the importance of sex ed and why it should be taught correctly, but the best part of it is the end of the episode, there's a little like five-minute video. Like, they make their own sex ed video, which is completely factually accurate and also hilarious. And it's got, <laughs> um, it's got Laverne Cox. It's got uh, the guy from 30 Rock that played the intern – that everybody was weird about. It's yeah, got, who, who's on? Uh, who, he's on. Um, he's on that new Hulu show, um, dis- like horrible people. Okay, it's got Ron Swanson and his uh, real life wife, who uh, is that woman from Will and Grace and other yeah, stuff. Wait, yeah, they're they are um, pretty much married to me, but they don't know it yet. Okay, the celebrities on there actually talking about. Uh, sex ed and there's a great scene where Megan Mullally is showing how to put a condom on a banana and she says oh this is a lot less curvy than I'm used to and then they cut to Ron Swanson and he's just grinning (laughs) (laughs) Nick Offerman that's the actor's name he's just grinning Um, the whole thing's hilarious and completely accurate and if I had kids I would show it to them Um, nice and it's at the end of it by the way, all right. They they also discuss in the episode. They show this clip from a sex ed video from like the seventies, and this guy and girl are going bowling, and the guy's like, "I knew something was up because she kept getting strikes today." And he finally well, asked her, no. "Why are you doing so good?" Are, are you talking about the thing with the guy from Breaking Bad? With, yes, with and Mike. Like this was yeah. This is Mike from Breaking Bad. Yeah, in yes. This video, and so the sex ed video at the end of the episode. The final thing on it is they get Jonathan Banks to show up, and he talks to the camera, and he says, Finally, if a girl tells you that she is good at bowling because she got her period, that is bullshit. <laughs> that, I, I like literally watched that last night. My brother-in-law made me watch that last night. and then well, I brother-in-law watched- probably watched the uh, John Oliver and, and got it from there. Well, yeah, and so I had already seen it because I have listened to a ton of – uh, like um uh you know um Vince Gilligan stuff so I knew about it uh, from that from um for the listener if you're yeah. watching True Detective then you have HBO or you have access to HBO watch last week night just watch it every week 
But this particular week, man, that was such a good little thing they did at the end of the episode. It was so good. Well, and also, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, then you're kind of insane. And if you haven't watched um, Better Call Saul, then you should watch that because I did that show too, and it was really fun. So go and do that. Jonathan Banks and John Oliver were both on Community, so you should watch that. Boom, boom. And Community <laughs> stars what's his name. Who is on the new season of The X-Files, to bring it back to the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Um, uh, the guy. Well, on Community. The guy. That guy. Yeah. Damn it. Talk my, to. my sister loves him, and she's going to oh, hate him. he's great. Yeah, he's, he is really awesome. Anyway, so. so. listener, watch everything. Watch everything. Watch everything. Baba Duke, my, like, oh, giant. Oh, the ba- Baba, Baba, Duke, Duke, Duke. Did you, did you watch it? Yes. Did you? Oh my god. Yes. We need to talk about this off air. Because <laughs> fucking shit. Oh my god. That shit fucking wrecked me. I'm the I'm I'm writing it down. So we're gonna talk it about this like afterwards. The, the scariest episode of Reading Rainbow ever. It was the scariest fucking thing ever. Baba Duke, watch it. Okay, so let's move back to the show. Um let's see, what do I have? Um Nails Burris phone Ray. So Burris called Ray and Burris is a fucking asshole and called Ray and just um yeah, uh, just just bring it in. No, 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 because you're a dick and you will kill me. Do you want to uh, go over the expedition dump that we get from uh, the girl at Lynn's house? Can you rock that expedition dump? Okay, do it real quick. Okay, they the kids were kids and their parents got murderated and they got split up and they got put into the system and so they didn't know each other for years and years and years and then the girl grew up. And she got hired by Casper, and she worked in his office. She changed her name, and she dyed her hair, which we talked about last week. And she dug into his history. Meanwhile, her brother goes out and grows up, and then they meet up, and she gets him a job on the film set. And then she's going over to Casper's house, and she drugged Casper, and then her brother showed up, and he was just going to torture him, but he took it too far. And then he wound up killing him, and then they dropped him off at that place because of the rail corridor and uh, I think that's it. Oh, oh, and they got that hard drive and they were going to they were going to use it to get what they wanted to get the diamonds back, but the hard drive erased itself and they're not going to tell anybody that and then Lynn is going to go to the station and kill the police chief. Bam. Wow. Okay, also question question that I heard on another podcast um did Casper fuck his own daughter? Yes. Yes, he did. Okay, awesome. That's awesome. Let's Which just move on. Which is one of the 17 reasons that Lynn was mad at him. Wow. He so, killed their parents. He fucked his daughter. He, uh... Didn't he have another kid? Oh, yeah. His, their mom was pregnant with his other kid, and that's why he killed her. So, yeah. So, so Laura... Laura was his first kid, and then the second one was his second kid, and... But no one knew about the Laura thing beforehand. Well, uh, Lynn was not his kid. Yeah, no, Lynn isn't. Laura is and Erica is. Well, wait, well Laura are, and Erica are the same person. Who's the third one then? There's a third one. The baby that she was pregnant with at the time. Oh, that died. The baby was not born. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. God damn. Oh, my God. So the show is so up. complicated. What's funny is the show was not so complicated for the first six episodes. 
And then it suddenly like get exponentially complicated the last two episodes. I think it's another thing, like you were saying, if this had been a four-hour show, we could have spread this out a little more. And I don't think it would have been this crazy at the end. Yeah, and we could have we could have just dispelled with a bunch of stuff. I don't think we needed Paul at all. The Paul thing oh, was poor Paul. Paul's Paul's adorable, and my sister loves Paul, <laughs> and that's awesome. Liberty, love you, love you. I love that you love Paul, and he's really cute, and Taylor Kitsch is really cute, and whatever you call him from the other show is really cute. But <laughs> oh my god, just not necessary, not necessary. Why was he there? Why was he there? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. It's sort of it's sort of a little bit like American Horror Story ish, where um, where uh, Ryan people Murphy wander in and out of a season. Yeah, where Ryan Murphy like wants to put people in because like they're gay or they're transsexual, and he's like wants to make like a statement about some stuff, and like maybe we just don't really need that. But, well, and uh, that said to the listener, we are very positive to the gay and transsexual audience, and they should be served. But yeah, well, you're right, Ryan Murphy. I think what Ryan Murphy does is he started the first season with a good number of people, but so many of them kept wanting to come back, and he kept adding new people and new people. So now it's like there's 20 people that you can use in a season. I really don't – yeah, and I'm upset about it because American Horror Story is my it's my show. This is the show that I started – That's jam. That's what I started podcasting on. It's what Bill and I started podcasting on. Even after the show was over, we did a rewatch. Like later on, we just like, let's, let's talk about this show way later. And it was great. And like Nate had never watched it, and so Nate was the one who like never had seen it, and he like rode along with us and it was amazing for my first podcast experience and it was great but yeah like i just i I'm, I'm pissed sometimes i'm pissed sometimes with the way that they rock it <laughs> I am. well this this new season might be good you know we're losing Jessica Lange so there's one person gone and i think um, we only get Lily raped for two episodes i think that um, maybe they can do it in a cohesive way i don't know but 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 um but you know that you know that um Fucking Lady Gaga is coming on, right? I know. And she is the most horrible person in the entire planet? Now, what's wrong with Lady Gaga? Okay. She's I been don't... in two Muppet movies, and that gives her some goodwill with me. Okay. No, just one. Just one, but still. That Okay, that right there. What you just said, that's that's okay. It is. And I like also that I heard um, uh, Angela Bassett talk about her today, and she said Stephanie, and then in parentheses it said Lady Gaga. So is is her name Stephanie? No, her name's Elizabeth. Okay, maybe maybe it was that. Maybe it was that. But yeah, if she has an actual name that's not Lady Gaga. Look, people have stage names, but she's playing a character this season. Yeah, so have a name. So have a name. She has a name. So okay. have an have an actual human name. Oh. I don't know. I just I I don't know. Yeah, I'm a dick. I'm a dick about this shit. Look. I just am. Um, this season is a hotel, and it has Eileen Wernos in it, and it has a bar called the Blue Parrot Bar. I am excited. I am. People get murdered, and that's all I care about. I am excited about it, and the fact that it was like um, brought about by that chick who like got on the uh, got on the um, elevator and then just did a bunch of weird shit and then uh, disappeared. Have you seen that? Yes. It's insanely weird and like the creepiest thing I've ever fucking seen. And I believe it. I believe it is real. I believe Well, no, it is real. It really happened. My thought my theory is that she had uh some sort of bad manic depressive situation going on. Um but But how did her hands American do that weird story. shit? How did her hands do that weird shit? 
Her well, hand- I don't believe in the paranormal, so it had to be something that actually happened. Her hands did weird, weird things. Well, there's so. cameras that, you know, that you, what we're seeing is security footage, which isn't always a one-for-one thing. Sometimes it skips over a few frames every second, you know. That's true. So it can look weird. Okay, so, being, so listeners, I, I'll find this. I'll find this, and I'll find this, and I'll put it on the thing. What we're talking about, because uh, you if said you were going to put the thing last week, yeah, but I'm a dick and I don't do shit. So okay, remind me, damn it. Anyway, I'm reminding you now. Put the thing up. Okay, I'll put the thing up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Point being, American Horror Story is a good show that sometimes has too many people in it, and sometimes drags on without a plot, like it did last year, which I loved. Freak Show. I especially loved that they hired actual quote-unquote freaks to be on the show. That was amazing. That was amazing, yeah. it did not have a plot. Yeah. There was no plot. It's true. It's absolutely true. I understand exactly where you're coming from. I'm excited that um, Finn Wintrock is back this year, the guy who played yeah. Um, Dandy. Yeah. I, I like that guy. I'm, yeah. I, hope, I hope he does some shit. Um, not so much with uh, the guy with the head on the back of his face, that thing. Or the face... Um, Wes Bentley. Who had a head on the back of their face? The the guy who had he had the the oh, face. Oh, that's right. He showed up for a couple episodes. He was the ghost of the guy. Yeah, who yeah. Brought freaks into the afterlife. Or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. He's in two episodes, Sadie. Come on. I know, but he's back this year. So, yeah. And okay, my point is, don't get upset about somebody that's only been on two episodes so far. All right, all right. God damn. Okay, moving back to the show that we're talking Wait, what about. Show? Um, I think we're talking about Detective? Under the Dome, right? Oh, let's talk about that. No, that's well, you not. you haven't talked about it for two weeks. I know because I've been sick. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so you've been on assignment. I have been. So nails. Um, I like that nails, nails. has ha, is hanging out with the girls, and I think it's mm-hmm. awesome. I actually loved. I loved the end bit where she had a baby and everyone gets a baby now. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. Why? Because I don't think uh, – I just don't like it because it's too pat. It's too convenient and too simple to say, oh, they fucked one time. He died. Now there's a new kid. Uh, same thing with Paul. I don't think Paul's girlfriend should have a kid. I mean at least that added some drama to their story. Mm. But I don't think it adds anything for Andy to have a kid. Okay. And I don't think Andy's a particularly good place in her life to be a mom. But, you know, whatever. But 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 I like the fact that um, Annie and Jordan are raising this kid together. I hope they are. I thought maybe that was, this was the, maybe what we saw was just like the first few months after the kid was born, and then they're going to go their separate ways. I hope that they're raising a kid together. I I but, think they are, and I think okay. I, it's and also it is totally contrived and totally kind of stupid, and a lot of it is totally stupid. But I'm a girl, and I have a baby. Not a baby, but I have a kid, and I, I loved it. I just thought that was fucking yeah, totes adorbs. In the early 90s, there was an audience for my two dads, so whatever. Yeah, I just thought it was really, really <laughs> cute. Like, if anyone is going to, like, that, you know, that Jordan really wanted a baby, and then she lost her husband, and then all this I weird... I was never sure whether Jordan wanted a baby or whether Frank wanted a baby. You remember what I said a couple weeks ago, that I thought that, like, Jordan was, like, fucking with him, and I feel really bad now. I honestly feel bad. I felt like sad that I said that about her because, like, no, she really loved him. She she really did. She wanted all that shit to work out. And I thought it was totes adorbs that he like said, "Go there if you see a girl in a white dress. If you see her, this chick, tell her this." And I thought it was great. I loved it. 
I don't think that would ever work in real life. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because we live in an age now with cell phones and internet access and everything. But mm-hmm. I feel like the idea of I'm going to meet you at this place on another continent in two weeks, and I'm going to wear this, and you're going to wear this. I can never imagine that actually happening. Well, no, but that's what I was saying. Was I know it didn't happen, but the other thing did. You know, yeah, the other thing, the backup plan did happen, and I just, I don't know. That just seems so weird that she was actually there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I am a total romantic. Also, and so Annie I- had no connection with Frank until this episode, so she had no reason to do anything for him. Oh, okay. So, favorite line of the episode was. What was it, Shane? What, what, what did Annie say? Uh, is it the tits? Yep. Boom. <laughs> and that's why I love Shane. Because Shane knows what I'm thinking. How about that scene was... All right, I want to talk a little bit about Scarface has a secret room behind the bar. Okay. And that reminded me of the last two episodes of... Wait, wait, wait. Scarface? Scarface has a... Oh, okay. So not Scarface, Scarface, Pacino. Not Al Pacino. But the girl. With a scar on her face whose name I do not know. Um. Oh, really? Because they said it. Um. They said it. Felicia. Felicia. Oh. Bye, Felicia. Um, I know. Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, but she has that space where she keeps people before she ships them off. And that felt, I don't know about a ripoff, but it was definitely very, very close to that place from the last few episodes of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. There was okay. something else that reminded me of Breaking Bad on this episode, but I'm not going to wander through my nose and find it. But there was something. Okay. Damn it. But, okay, so can we talk predictions for a second? Real quick, while, while I'm looking at it, while they're in that room, the uh-huh. line that Frank says, uh-huh. everything's ending. Time to wake up. Nice. Okay, sorry. Very. season, everything's ending. Okay. Do you want to go over predictions? We can go over predictions. I want to go over my two that were awesome. Okay. Was okay. that um, that two people would not get on um, that that Frank and Jordan would not get on the plane. Okay, when I went over before we recorded, I went over our official prediction list, and I put how many for how many predictions we had. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at that one, I wasn't sure whether I should count that as one point or as half a point because the way that you worded it the actual thing you said was plane tickets not used by frank and jordan well one was used by jordan one was not used by frank so is that half a point for you or is that a full point that is a full point that the 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 tickets were not used by frank and jordan that frank and jordan were not getting on that plane that's what i was saying yeah but frank and jordan did not get on that plane that's what my my prediction was Okay, well, that changes your average. So yeah. let me see. I and, did the math. And, and my really okay. big one that I've been hanging on to for so long is that Ray is Chad's dad. And you were right. I was. I made fewer predictions than you, but I got a higher percentage correct. Okay. Oh, really? Damn you. I'm sorry. It's okay. So it's okay. I still love numbers, you. Okay. You did better. Okay. Um, you got... One, two, three, four. You got five out of eight. Okay. I got four out of five. Oh, that's... So you got (laughs) 62.5%. I got 80%. (laughs) 
So if this were a test, you would have a D, <clears throat> and I would have a B minus. Math geek. Damn you. Uh, no, no, no. In general, I hate math with the fire of a thousand burning nuns. But, but when it comes to like doing statistics that I can do on my phone, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, great. Hmm. All right, all right. I can I concede to your kicking my ass. I concede. I well, do it. Well, it's part of that is that I made fewer predictions. You know, you were more willing to stick your neck out on the line. That's great. Okay. All right. That's awesome too. That's cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. All right. So all right. how about that scene at the train station? All right. So um, with with who? Which train station? Where scene? Ray shows up at the station, and he sees the video that there's a manhunt. Oh yeah. And then he has to deal with the chief. And Lynn is sitting there, and all that goes down. So that is literally within the 24 to 41 minutes that I did not take notes on. But okay. I remember it. Um, that was um, fucked. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to go there. Um, yeah. I was sort of confused at the beginning, but like, so the, that one guy, Len, has he has known about this shit the whole time. Yes. But so how did Ray know that Len was going to be there to meet with because Burris and Holloway. Him. Oh, the, the, the sister. Ray, the sister. Ray and Annie were at the house, yeah, and she told him uh, what the dude was going to do. Awesome. Okay, so have they been planning this for like 20 years? Was this Lynn really... has been. Remember, okay. he had to tie his sister up because she didn't want to help him and she wanted to stop him. So how did they end up at their place like at the exact moment where that was going to happen? Well, th- it was luck, I guess, but they found the uh, the address based on he's a member of the uh, union at the – Oh, yeah. So they awesome. were able to find his union records and get his address, and they went to his house, and they walked in, and they found her. Okay. All right. I like all this. I'm, I'm like, confused and don't think this is a, a thing that would happen in the world <laughs> at all. Wait, are you telling me something on this show is not realistic? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying right now. Um, but, okay, so yes, I'm getting it now. And this has been so much fun. Like, just me and you talking oh, yeah. this shit through. Like, trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. Well, in general, whatever I haven't picked up on, you have, and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. I don't have enough light well, in this at room. the train station or whatever. And Ray is having the conversation with the chief. That the chief tells him, Ray, no one thought you were this competent. That was a cool line. And that is what you and I both said weeks ago, is that all these people that got put on this case were put on it because they were viewed as not the people that would be able to Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I love that that guy just, like, jumped out of his chair and started attacking that guy, too. I still have a question about... You said some shit about my sister. Really? (laughs) Really? So you're going to risk your life and get shot and killed? Really? But that was why he showed up there anyway. To get shot and killed? (laughs) <laughs> well, not to get shot and killed, but to, you know, confront these people. But my point is, um, all right, so if they were assigned to the case because they were fuck-ups, why is it that they all happened to be the ones that either found the body in the first place or were, you know, on duty or whatever? Like, Ray, like like Paul. Paul is driving down the highway and finds the body. That had to be a coincidence. It's no way that they knew he would do that. Yes. I mean, this is what I've been hearing on every other podcast I've listened to. It's all coincidence. And it's, it is kind of annoying, really. 
except for the fact that I personally love coincidences. Coincidences, but um, I believe it's coincidentai. Coincidentai, yes. I <laughs> I love them, but not in this way. I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah I just. Yeah. It's kind of irritating. Well, it really I believe is. most everything makes sense at the end once you can look at it all. But mm. that just struck me as, all right, either you wanted these guys to take this case or these guys stumbled on the case and it was really convenient to you that they were all folk-ups, you know? Yeah. Which one is it? Exactly. Well, yeah, and like okay. that, that, like who killed Davis specifically? Who killed who killed her? Somebody in the conspiracy. That's all I got. Yeah, so like that's fucked up. Like who who showed up to killed her? Because he must have been in charge of most of it. So who's the chief? Um, McCandless or uh, Holloway? That guy? Yeah, he's the chief of police. That guy's a. I hate that fucking guy. Well, I hate, now I do. I, I hate him, and I hate his hair. I hate his hair. Just just well, going going there. Also, I'm just going full on hate. Personal. I'm going fully personal. I hate that guy's hair. I he's wrote dumb. down that he tried to get Ray to implicate Annie. Yeah, like, right? Okay, yeah. you can get in on this. We'll actually give you some money. We'll get you your job back. Just tell us where Annie is. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that down today also. Like, where is where are the papers? Where is the woman? Which is really weird. Like, she's Meanwhile, the woman. She goes to check on Dr. Rick Springfield, and he's been suicided. Yeah. So, okay. So here's a question I have, actually, about this episode. Um, so she went to that place to his place and where were um um ray and frank going ray and frank were going on the raid where osip was so why did why did she go to that place because the men on the show have problems putting women in danger Okay, so just to, like, tie up, like, loose ends and, like, make sure she knew where those guys were. And- well, she went to go find the files that he had, and uh, she wound up running across him, suicided. Okay. Which, okay, I just realized something. Yay! Tony Chisani uh-huh. is the only person I can think of at the end of this that is still out and about. Huh. I think they discuss a little bit about they have some information they could release later on that could implicate him. No, I like but this. But I feel like everybody else either dies or something. And Tony Chisani, we've only ever seen in that one. Yeah. We know yeah. this is still out there. Yeah, so McCandless is dead. Burris is dead. Um, mm-hmm. Teague is dead. Mm-hmm. Chief is dead. Um, Dad Chisani is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the end, he ends up like, yay, I'm mayor. Woo! Is he mayor? Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you not see it at the end? Yeah. Tony That's Chisani. right. Goddamn, I forgot. Because I, I, again, to the listener, I watched the episode all the way through the first time, but well, yeah, and, I get to finish it. And day. I took strange, like, confusing notes. So at the end, I put okay. Here's, here's my end notes. Um, Ray shows up. Um, Blake gone. Did not go nicely. Um, oh, Annie and Ray. I wrote down. Um, uh, let's see. Something. I can't read. Boat leaves at three, and all smiley and cute, and Ray's dead. And then, shit later, shit later. But yeah, um, yeah, he's mm. he's mayor now. And yeah, okay, um, so he gets to be mayor. An so. Asian guy from Dexter is the um um attorney general now. So yeah. so nothing. This is the amazing thing. Nothing. Tony Chisani doesn't get punished at all. Nothing fucking changed. 
The, well, people died, but the system goes on. But the system totally went on, and like none of the bad guys got punished in the end. I mean, nope. some of, well, some of the bad of guys got punished. Many of them died. Some some of them got dead, but the the like system moved on. The law didn't touch them. You're right. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move to my part two thing and see what I have this at the end. This is the point in the notes where. All right. First off, I'm gonna go back and say that just because of completeness, I'm gonna go back and say that we had four overhead shots this week. Okay. Uh, and then this is also the point in my notes where I wrote down a list of okay. who dies in this episode. Awesome. We got the chief, Lynn, Dr. Rick Springfield, various goons, <laughs> Osip, who Frank empties the clip into Osip. And he's like, oh, hey, can we like totally be friends again? No. <laughs> You're no. like a son to me. Boom. Yeah. Fuck um, you. Dude. Oh, fucking Osip. Cop. Who I don't remember his name, but I call him eviction cop. Oh, Burris, and, Burris. Okay, Lieutenant Burris. And at this point, I don't care. And Frank and Ray. So that's a total of uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven named characters die. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, so. Um, oh wait, what? this list doesn't include Chasani. Eight okay. named characters die. There you go. There you go. So um, we didn't – we sort of alluded to it. Um, Frank's like walk through the desert. I want to talk about Frank's walk through this the desert. This is the point where – wait, no, this is not the point. I have one more thing before my notes run out. Okay. Um, which is uh, the part – he goes to visit Chad, which was a stupid, stupid thing to do. And he goes by there and he realizes – he walks back to his car and he sees that blinking tracker and he knows it, it you know, shits up. Okay, I know that you were on assignment, but did you watch this last two weeks under the dome? Um. Yes, I did. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and and took notes and then bailed on the show. But okay. yes, I did. Well, all right. Well, then under the dome, one of my complaints this week was one of my complaints this week was that Big Jim goes down under the ground and starts planting all these bombs, and the bombs all have glowing timers and they beep constantly, which just seems unnecessary. And easy for somebody to find and dismantle. But this had a puddle that was for no... But wh- is there any reason why a tracking device needs to have a glowing red light on it? But why was there a puddle? Like, beyond... Well, a puddle exists because puddles exist. No, in, but- in California, in like a drought situation, there's like there there's no water. The puddle, okay, the puddle was the insane. It was done for the story. But my point is... Why the hell does a tracking device need to have a, a blinking light a on blinking, it? I know, yeah. The blinking light was, was one thing, and then the puddle was the second thing. But yeah, yeah. so like, if you're going to have something under your car to like inform people that your car is being bugged or whatever, yeah, don't, don't put that there. That was, and ugh. also, Ray, okay, you have some options here, you know? Call a cab or call an Uber. I fucking wrote that down. Wait, hang on. You let don't me, have to get back in the car and keep driving. Let you know? me. Let me. I, I need to find it. I need to find it. I need to he's find in it. In a public place, he's by a school. They're not going to kill him right there, so he can get in another car and get to the boat. Uh, I cannot find my notes, but yeah, I wrote it down. Call a cab. Leave <laughs> that car. Like what? Yeah. Why? Why would? Dude, honestly, oh my god. 
Ah, oh, so I liked the last episode, but then there's this weird ass shit along the way that just makes me no, and angry. I like this episode, there's vast swaths of this episode that I love. Yeah, but that killed me right there. I'm like, come on, dude. And seriously, you did not notice the puddle. There, there or, was the the, uh, the, the ground the was dry. You more than it does me. The ground was dry you, around you everything. Your car is being tracked. Don't get back in the car. Don't get in your car. Yeah. Okay. So you've seen Fargo, right? Please God. Yes. Please. Okay. Yes. So movie the TV show because both. Um, the movie, but yeah. So um, that everything is like over a little bit of money at the end. She's mm-hmm. like, it's so sad that all this happened over a little bit of money, and like really, yeah. that's that's what this show boils down to. Also, it's just. And, and it's a large amount of money, but it's also, well, you know... What gets me is that these are diamonds that were stolen in 1992. Yeah. Why don't you cash those out at some point between 1992 and 2015? Exactly. Yep. Yep. I liked what Frank did. Well, and the rail corridor and all that shit, but you know... Yeah. I liked what Frank did, though, going to that guy, and like last week that guy was like, no, I'm not doing this because you're like fucking with some shit, and like, well, I'll pay you like 40%, and oh, oh yeah, all right, fine. Yeah, snatch, yeah. The guy from Snatch, exactly, exactly. But then, so I loved the um, the Frank walking through the desert thing so so much, and yeah, his let's dad. Go to that. Let's let's talk about that. Loved My that. My first reaction to that was Frank. Why don't you uh, want to just give the guy your suit? And then it was pointed out to me because I was watching this with a buddy of mine. Hey, that suit has the diamonds in it. Exactly. That's what I ran across earlier too in in a podcast. Yep. Like. Di- but also, just Dicky, just Dicky. Also, well, Frank <sighs> has built himself up, and that suit is part of his identity. Yeah, it feels disgraced or whatever. And he's probably going to die in the desert anyway, so why not keep the suit? Exactly. So I actually wrote down in my notes at some point, like, does anyone get the money? I'm like, oh shit, no, because the diamonds died in the suit. Someone's going to find those diamonds one day. Someone's going to just think wander across him. Bad. I know, right? It's very Breaking Bad. I thought I thought the end was very, very Breaking Bad. Totally, mm-hmm. yeah. And listeners, if you've not watched Breaking Bad, then you are. And what are you just, doing listening to this podcast? Then, seriously, why are you like doing anything? Yeah, because please go watch that right now. If you Damn. have work, if you have school, if you have a moral obligation to your parents who just got divorced or something, I don't care. Go watch Breaking Bad. So Shane's last name is technically TFSF, which stands for <laughs> The Future Seeing Fuck. Because, because he, I predicted one thing one time ever. He predicted one thing at the finale of The Breaking Bad, and I wasn't there. I don't know anything about it, but that's his thing. It's like, Shane... TFSF. I got excited because I predicted one thing directly in the finale. But it was awesome, apparently. And I grabbed that nickname and ran with it. it and it was great. And yeah, I told Chris just about it tonight. So, yeah. Aww. But yeah. So, but I predicted some cool shit on this episode. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. I, you I pre- have been the true detective master. So, yeah. Announce my two, my two predictions. Announce them. Do it. You do it. Oh. Um, the predictions from last week or what? My predictions for the whole season. My my two okay, big wait. ones. My two big ones that just happened this episode. You all right? Let's see the ones that happened this episode. You mm-hmm. said Chad was Ray's son, which yes. Yep. And you said that Frank and Paul will die, which you were correct about that. Well, not even so much that one because also Ray died, so I feel like that one jumped my shark. But um, but that the, the um, plane tickets would not be used by Frank yes. Frank and Jordan. Yeah. Yes. Boom! Yay! Yeah, you did great. I. For my part, I'm really proud of uh, picking who Birdman was. 
That's really amazing. That was really amazing. But that amazing. was based on a screenshot with a mask in it, so, you know. Yeah. Can't be that happy. True that. True that. Okay, so I'm going to, like, wander through my pieces of paper and see if there's anything You've I missed. covered everything I've got. Oh, okay. I got one. That singer yeah. um, just sings in the club, like, even when yes. they're closed. For, <laughs> yeah. For no well, reason. more of a metaphorical thing than anything else. No, fuck that. No. That chick was singing with her guitar to a closed club. That was... <laughs> Kind of dumb. I didn't like it. Um, hey, the, oh. people, the people that are closing for the night and, you know, clearing the tables, need you to. That's true. Okay. Um, Scar Lady got the bar that um, Frank gave her the bar. Scarface, yeah. That was cool. I liked her and her name is Felicia. She has a name. He um, gave her the, uh, the money for it and he never asked for it back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And she and she was interesting. I liked that we got her backstory and then we got Nails' backstory just a tiny bit. So that was nice. Um... Let's see. Uh, oh, that um, that Frank is now a premium club member of like um, American and <laughs> American Express and or, Delta, yeah, whatever airlines. airlines yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Um, so then I wrote driving. Uh oh, which is very sad. And but yeah, so like, kind of why? Why were the Mexicans? Why they? Why did they kill him? Couldn't could uh, they... because he owed money to. The Armenians and the Armenians were working for the Mexicans. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Got that. Um, Again, with this season being very uh, confusing sometimes. Exactly. So then I have written down about the uh, the people who were like harassing Frank in his um, delusions, which I loved. That was really cool. And then I wrote down fuckers determined. But then, like the next thing I wrote down was, oh, he he's, was, he's totally dead. As far as Frank <laughs> was concerned, he was not going to die in the desert. Yeah, but it was lovely that he like. Did you see the part where he like he he was like you know suffering and falling down and then all of a sudden just kind of stood up straight. Well, I noticed that when I when and I became the Frank again. For the first time I was actually at my friend's house. We were watching it together, and I pointed that out. I said, "He doesn't seem to be suffering as much now that he has this Jordan illusion next to him. Yeah, he's actually walking like a normal person." And then I didn't realize. Yep. Yeah. Because so that he, was a uh, a giveaway. Because he loves Jordan. So, yeah. So the, the giveaway was he was actually dead. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's how he got to stand up again. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think, you know, I have tons of shit written down, but I think we've covered this shit. Uh, yeah. One thing I thought about today, uh, real quick, I want to get your opinion on, uh, well, two things. But first off. No, no, please. Everything. What did you think of Annie's dad? I thought he was going to wind up having been more involved in the conspiracy. Hmm. Because well, yeah. <laughs> everything seemed to have started at the Panacapium Institute, or at their campouts at least, back back in the 70s. And so I thought he would have been more involved. Well, so this is actually like one of my problems with like the whole thing was that there was a lot of stuff that was just brought up and dropped. Yeah. And I, I, think, mean, I think that's one of the things that was brought up and dropped. where everybody was supposed to have met back in the day. Yep. Yep. But that's all it was. That's all it was was that people met there. Yep. I mean, honestly, okay. honestly, like, I, and I, no, I, I don't think it's a good thing. I think that Nick Pizzolatto dropped a bunch of shit. And or, and or, here's the thing. Sometimes shit just happens. And sometimes yeah, shit. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes shit. So, I know. I know. I know. And I, and I totally, I, I agree with that in sometimes, but also I like feel like sometimes like, 
shit just happens and you have to just roll with it and it doesn't have to all wrap up because because that's the way life is and it's stupid with television and movies it should do that but i like things sometimes that are just slice of life shit and like sometimes shit doesn't like wrap up sometimes it doesn't that okay. said, that said, to... that said, I am not okay. super thrilled with how this episode or how this whole season worked out. Okay. First well, season was way better. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, we're getting into it now, it seems like, is you've seen two episodes, two seasons of this now. Mm-hmm. How do you think this compares to last season and what do you want from a season three? Okay. I think that this season is nowhere even close to last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the um, relationship between the two main characters last season, and also mainly because that those two characters are human beings who are really close in real life, and they have a, a connection and a chemistry that's awesome. And I think two is a good starting point. I did not like the four, honestly. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the two last season had... Um, character traits that were positive and negative this season all four characters were just negative kind of assholes who i didn't care about it was too hard to like get to know these characters they didn't make me happy at any point they didn't make me like care about them at any point um and i hope that next season we'll have two possibly three i want brad pitt which is what i heard for the second season before i want brad pitt i want um uh, a girl who's awesome, like maybe Sigourney Weaver. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's all. That That's where I'm stopping right now on that. <laughs> I, I agree with you that this season is not as good as last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about what I want from a season three, and I was thinking about what I missed from last year. And I talked a lot this year about I miss the weird stuff. Yeah. And that's what I want. I don't necessarily want it to be real i don't want there to be an actual cult of cthulhu or whatever Mm -hmm. but i want weird shit i want um something creepy i want to watch an episode and be creeped the fuck out and i think that this season i don't remember one episode that i watched that creeped me out um exactly there was the trailer for this season was much creepier than the season itself yeah, it was uh, almost like they were fucking with us, like they were fooling us, like like it's it's going to be neat season. like last year and like no, it just wasn't. It just wasn't. Yeah. Specifically one shot in the trailer, you see the shot where we find with out with the shh. Yes, we find out later yeah. it's Ray doing that with shh. And that's what I wanted. I wanted that again. I wanted that feeling yeah. of there is some weird shit going on and it is creepy as fuck and this guy's looking right into the camera. You know that. Yeah. And I feel like we didn't get that this year. Yep. Um, that's what I want more of. And, yeah, the relationships are cool and the damaged people are cool. And I agree with you. We should drop down from four characters to two or three. But my main point, and I don't know if this is what most people want, but my main point that I want is to watch an episode and not be able to look out my window afterward. Nice. I like that. That's awesome. Okay. Exactly. So, um, 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 uh, after Buzz did this, name two actors that you would like to see on next season. Hmm. Wow. Um, see, we've gone with such big names for both of these years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if we want to keep that going or not. Um, but this year wasn't nearly as big as last year, honestly. So you can go bigger. You can go bigger. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't know. This is the sort of thing I wish that you had brought up last week so I could have thought about it for a week. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's okay. From the uh, hip. From the hip. Who do you like? From Shooting from the hip. Um, and you can't say four because that's what Trent would say if he was shooting from the hip. He would say four? Four. Like four people? No, just no, no, just four because when uh, when we ask him questions, he says four. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't notice that. <laughs> um, I, I really don't know. Uh, in an ideal world, somebody like Benedict Cumberbatch maybe, but that's, I get that from Sherlock, even though it's only like three episodes every couple of years. But um, but no, he's awesome. Uh, I want somebody that can bring the creepy. I've already established that. Um, oh, you know who has not gotten work in a while and I would like to see is uh, Summer Glau. Did you watch Firefly? Oh my god, we just started watching Firefly as a family. River on that show like, is the sort of character that is creepy but also sweet and naive. Yeah, and, and she was on the uh, Terminator also. She was like – Yes, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yes. Uh, um, we, we pronounce it the Sarah Croner Chronicles <laughs> okay. because it's really hard to say. So you have to pronounce it. But yeah, no, I love that. And also that's fucking – the what's her name from, from um, uh, you know Game of Thrones is Sarah Connor on that show. Yes, you're right. Yeah, I know. And the other what's-her-name from Game of Thrones is Sarah Connor in the new movie. I know. Isn't that fucking weird? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that weird? And listeners, Maybe we're Game not... Game of Thrones is the beginning of Skynet. Listeners, we're not going to tell you the names of the people we're talking about. You no. have to figure out our what's-her-names that, that we're saying. Game of Thrones. That fucker from Game of Thrones. And two of them. I know. I, I, wait, yeah, when I saw that on Entertainment Weekly, I was like, what? Wait, what? But yeah. Spoiler alert, who are the two blonde ladies on Game of Thrones? Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, no summer glow, awesome. That would be that would be great. Somebody weird. That would be great. Um, what about even what's his name from um from Firefly? He'd be great too. Uh, who Wash? Or Na- Simon? Na- Nathan Fillion. Well, he's busy. Well, okay, all right. Then the other one he's from Castle. Well, then the other one from um from the horror movie. Um, <sighs> you know, <sighs> you know. Sean, Shane, is you he know? on Firefly? Yes. Um, okay, you've got Mal, you've got Wash, you've got Simon, and you've got Book. And okay, you've got Wash. What is the actor's Wash. name who plays Wash? I don't know. But is he in the fucking horror movie that Nate and Trent went as as Halloween last year? I don't know. But <sighs> he's Wash on Firefly. He's my favorite character. And then in the movie, well, you haven't seen it yet. But no, I have yeah. actually. You've seen Serenity? Yes, I have. Okay, to the listeners, spoilers for Serenity. Wash gets fucking spirified and it kills me. Oh, sad. Sad. I love the very first scene that he's in. in Tucker and Dale versus – Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, that's a good movie. Yes. So okay. Alan, Alan – so He's there with plastic dinosaurs. Alan Tujic, yes. He's, this is a good land. This is the land we live in. Well, yeah, I that's Wash, right? Grave. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Yes. Yeah, that's Alan Tedgick. And that's Wash. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. We just watched the first episode the other day. Ah, oh, yay. So, yeah, we're starting this as a family. So excited. Okay. Sorry, listeners. because the show. I've watched up through, like, the first seven, and then I stopped. Okay, because it's weird to me that you've seen Serenity, but you haven't seen the show. Yeah, I watched the movie because my friends liked it, so I watched the movie, but, but yeah. Okay. But, yeah, Poor so, Wash. but, I, shut up. Shut up. 
I'm going to like forget what you just said and move on. <laughs> move on. But yeah, we were watching oh, some. He gets to fuck Gina Torres. Oh, nice. That is nice. And also the chick from Mad Men is on one of those episodes, which was you know, amazing. There was a rumor years ago that Gina Torres could play either Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman's mom, Hippolyta. Okay. And I think that would have been great. And Gina Torres is one of the most evilest bad people on Alias. Did you watch Angel? Um, a little bit, and then I stopped. What Joss Whedon did when Firefly got canceled was take everybody from Firefly and start casting them on Buffy and Angel. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was in a story arc on Angel where she played this ancient goddess that got a Rosen from the dead from millions of years ago or whatever. A Rosen? Yeah. And she <laughs> had the ability that she was the most like beautiful person. And yeah, Gina Torres. Wow. So she was like the most beautiful person. Everybody in the world fell in love with her, and they started this cult of her. Nice. Stop her. But uh, yeah, she was great on that show. Well, yeah. So on Alias, she is Anna Espinosa, who is one of like the most evil, horrible, Rambaldi following people who like tries to kill Alias like a bunch of times, and she's amazing. So when we just started watching, wait, wait, wait. was Jennifer Garner's character on that show called Alias? No, but that's what Milo. Really, she tried to kill Alias so many times. That's what Milo calls her. Because <laughs> I was watching this show when he was a baby, pretty much, and he's Aww. like, "Oh, Alias!" So he still does it. He's like, he still calls her Alias. But she's been oh, on these, cool. like, she's been on these, um, like, makeup commercials recently, also. And he's like, "Is that Alias?" Yes, but her name is, and he's like, "I know, I know what her name is, but I just call her Alias." And so, yeah, but yeah, so Anna Espinosa is Gina. Gina, what was her name? Torres. Torres, yeah. So, oh, she is amazing. And Alan, yeah, when we started watching the credits for the show, I'm like, oh my fuck. Like, that's Anna Espinosa. And that's Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yay. Wound up with, I don't know how Wash wound up with her because, goddamn. And did you not know that Trent and Nate went as Tucker and Dale versus Evil for Halloween last I, year? I knew that. Like, once you said it, I can picture the, the picture of them. Because I, 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 made, I made them do that. I suggested it. And they yeah. did it, and they fucking okay. rocked it. It was so awesome. So, hey, let's wrap up this show. Oh, you know what? I think the only thing we have left is to do an email. We do have an email, don't we? Before we read, I want to okay. say... Okay. All right. I want to say thank you so much. We have had... Well, we've had one person that's written in, like, every episode. But we've had several people write in over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thank you so much to everybody that wrote in. I want to say thank you to everybody that downloaded this. Sadie has been telling me the numbers every week have been amazing on this show. Like, hmm. people have been, like, downloading this and listening to it. And I want to the guy who came up to me the other day in real life <laughs> and said to me, Fuck, Fuck you. you. My middle name is Chad. <laughs> He was lying. He was making that up. But that's amazing to me that somebody in real life recognized that – or came up to me and said that about the podcast. That's so, really – Thank you, dude, for saying that. That is really, really cool. I'm so happy about that. And OK. So while we're all doing the love thing, um, I want to say thank you, Shane, for being a person that I started talking to about um, – what were we talking about? Um, cereal. And we talked about cereal. We talked about a lot of shit. We, we talked about cereal at first, and then we just realized that the way we talk to each other is awesome, and we just get along really well. And I said, hey, let's do a podcast. And you're like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. You could do <laughs> well, it. All we have to do is talk. And you have rocked this season of this show. Well, thank you very it's, much. I've it's never done been... a podcast before. Yeah, I know. But yeah. 
You were the first person. All right, you were the first person I ever listened to on a podcast who then contacted me online and was like, "Hey, we should like talk on the phone or something." You know, so it was weird to me that you wanted to hang out because you're to me one of those like it's as if Sarah Koenig had called me and been like, "Hey, let's talk." You I'm know? like a celebrity. To me, yeah, because I'd only ever heard you on my phone. Well, yeah, it was the same thing with me with Bill. Like, I called Bill <laughs> one day, and we just started talking, and Bill and I ended up talking for an hour and a half. And we're like, oh, my God, we just get along so well. We need to talk about yeah. some shit. Like, yeah. you know, it just works well. And that's how you discover how this works. And I have really enjoyed this season. So, you know, Thank either you. either we'll – I've enjoyed doing it with you. And True Detective is not necessarily picked up for a third season yet, but I hope it is, just so that you and I can do this again next year. Well, yeah. Or we can do something else together. We can do, like, little movie things or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you are officially now a part of Baltic Effect. You are. I love that, and I hope that we have a Baltic Effect corporate retreat sometime. We should totally do that. We should totally do that. Yeah. So we have an we'll email. Do it in Canada at Nick's house. Yeah. <laughs> we have an email you want to read. We have one email. Yeah, I'll read it if you want. Please do. This is from Bricktails. Really? Whoa. I know. Crazy, right? Bricktails, you've been the shit. Seriously. Yeah, our Thanks. Companion. Exactly. All right, this is from Bricktails. Woo! I was waiting for you to... Okay. Oh, sorry. Woo. <laughs> okay, he says... <laughs> he says, Hello, gentlemen and lady. Hi. Uh, hola. Well, the time for speculation is over. All of the threads have been tied up, and the only thing left to do is mourn our dead. I was really sad for Ray that his voicemail to his son... Oh, we didn't even talk about that. His we... voicemail to his son didn't upload. Okay, well, we could just say right now, that sucked. That was fucked up. Nick Pizzoletto is making up for the fact that he let both people live last year by not only killing everyone, but making sure that they are forgotten. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but then at the same time, that that it was really his son. Like, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like this, yeah, oh, just dumbass thing. And, and her looking through all the pictures and then seeing that thing, it's like, oh my God, I totally fucked up. Yeah, and she another thing. His she wife fucked is up. Never going to know that he died a hero. She's never going to know that he was a good guy. She's right? Only ever going to think that he was an asshole. I know. Oh my god, this show was really sad. We should just all go home now and go to bed. Just, okay, it was oh, sad. Oh. Okay, I'm past. He says, he says, there was no way he was going to survive, but that last message was a real heartbreaker. At least he got the closure with that last salute before he left. That scene reminded me a lot of the time when he gave his son the badge and then faded into the bushes. Pause. Hmm. Yeah, faded in the bushes, Homer style. And yeah. also, Chad, who I'm going to say one more time, Chad, uh, had that uh, thing with him at yeah. the schoolyard. And Chad had found, uh, besides the friends that are on TV all the time, but he found some friends and he sat there with his granddad's badge out yeah. on the table. Yeah, and he was playing some like Dungeons and Dragons kind of shit, like rolling. And you asked, how yeah. is he ever going to hide that badge? I guess the answer to that is he's going to take it to school with him every day. Yeah, you know, maybe he doesn't care. He's like, Mom, fuck you. I love this. This is a <laughs> thing for me. So, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I like Unpause. him. Okay. Frank's death was also inevitable. At the point where he and Jordan started talking about meeting each other and him wearing a white suit, you knew it was their final goodbye. It did seem sort of random that after the whole main confrontation was over, he got killed by the Mexican gang. That always seemed like a side story, but perhaps that was part of the point. His life was always headed to a random death. Mm. One question I had, what was the meaning of the title Omega Station? 
Was this referenced in the episode or just something I missed? Hey, no idea. Okay, so many episode titles this season seemed like sense. This one, I think Omega Station might have been a reference. All right, first off, a lot of things happen at a bus slash train station. Yeah. They send what's-her-name on her way to Oregon, mm-hmm. and Frank has the confrontation with the chief and Lynn at a station. Yeah. So that's the word station taken care of. Omega station. Omega is the last word of the Greek alphabet. Yeah. So it refers to an ending. Mm-hmm. So everybody dies. Yep. Yep. So that's my interpretation of Omega station. And, there you go, Bricktails. And Bricktails, I know that you've been listening to um, uh, Welcome to Vinci, so you know where that place was, which is like a brand new kind of train station that lots of people have not been to yet. But this is the first um, uh, filming that has happened at that train station also. Oh, cool. So there's that. So, yeah. Unpause. Unpause. The last bit was nice. i like to see more about the story of Annie and Jordan living out on the run. Me too. Good to see that Ray got a legacy of his other son and that Jordan also got to help raise a child. The baby, babies actually, since we also saw Paul's child briefly when they were dedicating a highway to his memory, brought a sign of hope in response to the themes of impotence that we had throughout the series. Indeed. To me, to me the finale was a bit of a letdown. It's not that they did anything poorly, it's that a lot of what was intriguing about the series was the mystery and the strangeness, and by this episode there was no real mystery left. That said, though, the whole series was really good. I've got to go back now and watch season one, and I'm hoping to uh, come up with another good story for a season three. Pause. Bricktails, you haven't watched season one? Okay. <laughs> you listened to us earlier, we said season one is better. Go back and watch season one. It's so much higher on the creepy scale. It, it, yeah. And, you know, just, yeah, those two guys are so amazing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, unpause. Well, kids, it's been fun. Shane, thanks for joining the Baltic Effect this summer, and I hope you join future podcasts as well, whether the next season of this or other show. Aw. Oh. Sadie, I'll be listening for you soon from Under the Dome, and I've started power watching through some of The Walking Dead to hopefully get caught up to watch that with you guys this fall. Thanks for the podcast, guys. Bricktail slash Bruce. Yay. Thank you so Yay. much. And um, Bricktail's our most loyal <laughs> listener and writer in her. For reals. For reals, yo. And um, also, we have American Horror Story coming up, although I've been yes. like just kind of just. We it a little bit earlier, but yeah, it's going to be a good season. It, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, even though no Jessica Lang and fucking Lady Gaga. Sadie. 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 Yes. You watch Under the Dome. Yeah, but nothing not... compares to that. Nothing compares. <laughs> nothing yeah. compares to that. But yeah, it's true. That um, should be uh, Nate's song next week. But but, um, but you, I, you watch Under the Dome is what I'm saying. So I watch that because I'm subpar season or something. I watch that because I'm forced to. Like American Horror Story is my is my jam. That's like how, that's, wanna, how, that's how I first started. Up on Under the Dome and have me take your place. I'll do it. Oh really? <laughs> really? Oh no, don't. Oh, so don't even, don't I mean, even. I watch it anyway. Don't I even the show anyway. Oh, hmm. All right, we need to talk about that off air. But um, yeah. so yeah, so anyway, so American Horror Story coming up, Walking Dead coming up. Um, Trent and I are un- unsure whether we're gonna do um leftovers because it was I've supposed to be in the summer. I want, I want to watch more <sighs> of that. That's a good show. All right, 
we'll talk about that in one second. Um, I had something that was circled, and I'm going to end the show. Um, okay, so um, this has been Sadie and Shane present the Super Happy Fun Time Hour. True Detective Podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. You have to say the whole name. All right, you just did it. So I'm Sadie, and that's Shane. Yes, it is. And um, we deserve a better world. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for their daily races, going nowhere, going nowhere. Their tears are filling up their glasses, no expression, no Drown my sorrow No tomorrow No tomorrow And I find it kind of funny I find it kind of sad The dreams in which I'm dying Are the best I've ever had I find it hard to tell you I find it hard to take When people run in circles It's a very Very, very...